friends. Thanks for taking time to listen to the True Selfie Podcast. I hope the next few moments encourage you and give you hope in the season of life you're in. But most importantly, I'm praying that the Holy Spirit begins to transform your life from the inside out. Here in this space, we speak biblical truth. Our goal is to expose the enemy for what he is, and that's a liar. So sit down, grab a cup of coffee, take a drive, whatever you need to do. Let's allow God to pour into us our true selves. We hope you enjoy this week's episode of the True Selfie Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of True Selfie. We are excited and as you can see, well, some of you can't see, but you will be able to see soon. Jesse is here with us today. Hello, everybody. We are um, testing out some video with the audio, so hopefully that will be coming to you soon, but... Is this going to be a promo video? It's or a work in progress. <laughs> <laughs> but we're excited. We're trying to get the kinks worked out, so... This might be like the lost tapes or something. Yeah, I told him before we... Um, hit the record button. I'm like, if this is a, you know, one that we throw away or a 20 minute um, episode, <laughs> it's totally fine. It'll be fine. But we're excited to talk to you today. Um, Jess is going to um, share a little bit something on his heart that he's been reading about in his study. And we're going to kind of go from there, but um, share this with someone. And we're excited to talk with you guys today. Okay, so we're going to lead in here. Uh, Brooke and I were kind of talking about topics, and uh, of course, like uh, all of us Christians should, you know, I try to look at the Bible every day. Um, I don't. We're, just, we're honest, right? Yeah, I, mean, this is I don't one every video day and either. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, I, I get something from God every day. You do, you do something, okay, but not every day do I have the chance to open the Word and actually read it. Um, but uh, although we should, <laughs> although we should, yes. but we're being honest. We're this being is a honest. true selfie, yeah, right? Absolutely. I mean, what, I don't know. I guess there are lots of things that we do every day. Now I'm getting convicted because there are things that we do. I drink coffee. You brush every your teeth day. every day. Don't you? Yes. Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's important to you. So Most we days. should, we should open our word every day. I know. Oh, but like, like we're, we've talked about before. It's a, we're flesh. And so we have to give ourselves grace. And although our intentions are pure and we want to read our Bible every day, sometimes it just doesn't pan out that way. And God knew that. That's why he's in Jesus. <laughs> I know. I know. Speaking of, that's what I'm going to talk about. We're going to talk about Jesus today, y'all. <laughs> oh, go for it. It's a good episode today. <laughs> Not only Jesus. I don't want to say only Jesus, like minimizing that, but the coming of Jesus and uh, how our relationship, I say our, uh, how humans, mankind's relationship, changed with God after Jesus is uh, kind of one of the things I was reading the other day. So I am in John first chapter. That's how uh, Billy Graham says it. <laughs> and it's, I love it. I've been practicing first chapter, verse 13. <laughs> Maybe that's not exactly <laughs> like him, but some people Why listen. do I truly think that you're practicing that? <laughs> Well, I don't practice it, but I might I can say see you it in when your car says, on your way to work, like first chapter. <laughs> I love you kind of sound British. It's like a Southern charm. It's not British, I think. I don't know. My voice is kind of nasal. Um, <laughs> you're like kind of. We'll try to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> can you? 
Okay. Uh, Once we get big uh, and we can pay people to edit our uh, recordings, make my voice we can make better. your voice sound deeper. Well, here's what I'm thinking also, though, is a guy at work just went and got his sinuses scanned, and he didn't know it, <laughs> but he had 90% blockage in there. And then yeah. so they did a scan today, and then coming up here soon, they're going to go in there and open up. Like a septic? A what? <laughs> Wait, is that the right thing? A septic? I think it's a septic. I don't know. Why does that sound like... Uh, a septic tank yeah. word? <laughs> septum. Where stuff goes? Oh, a septum. A septum. Is it a septum? I don't know. I'm really embarrassed at this know. moment. Is my face turning red? <laughs> no, it isn't. They can see on video now. They will be. <laughs> yeah, this video yeah. will never make it. <laughs> Anyways... I wonder, maybe I have a sinus issue, and that's why I'm so nasal when I talk. I have okay. like a weird squeaky. So you maybe get back God to just made you that way. He did. To keep you humble. He did. That's true. Yep, I don't it's sing. It's your thorn in your flesh. Speaking of not singing, Billy Graham, even today when I was listening to him yesterday, he was like, I don't sing. And I'm like, oh, Billy Graham, don't sing. He goes, when I sing next to somebody, he goes, I won't. He goes, because I will just throw them off and ruin everything. And I'm like, oh, I wish I could high five that guy right now. Yeah. Because that's me. Absolutely. Okay, back to John, uh, first yeah, so chapter. We're, we're John, John chapter one, for those who can't translate. <laughs> uh, we're going to start in verse 13, and then we're going to end in 18. And uh, I'm going to try not to read too fast, but I don't know. I panic and I read quickly. I'm in the New Living Translation. Uh, I will probably pull in some other translations later because I this one is what started it for me because of the wording and the other ones confuse me all right 13 oh you know what man i went way back didn't it and no you guys listen i lie Ooh. i can't read oh do you want me to start at 13 i was gonna well, start at 15 that, well 13 okay let's start at 13 okay brooke likes that one what you're gonna make a comment for well it? and the message it has true selves oh that's you know what? Selfie. I don't know why I've been looking at the number 15 the whole time, but I've been saying 13 out of my mouth, but that's definitely what. I don't know if that's 13 or not because it's the message, but let's just go. Because okay, thir- people... 13. They are reborn, not with physical birth resulting from human passion or plan, but a birth that comes from God. So the word became human and made his home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. And he, and we have seen his glory, the glory of the Father's one and only Son. We're starting in 15 now. John testified about him when he shouted to the crowds, This is the one I was talking about when I said, Someone is coming after me who is far greater than I am, for he existed long before me. From his abundance we have all received one gracious blessing after another, for the law was given through Moses, but God's unfailing love and faithfulness came through Jesus Christ. Here's 18, the big finish. No one has ever seen God, but the unique one who is himself God is near to the Father's heart. He has revealed God to us. So mm-hmm. that last sentence there is what struck me in my Bible study the other day when it says in the New Living Translation, he has revealed God to us. I wrote in there, I'm like, well, what in the world did people think about God before that? 
what was their relationship with him? I think of what Jesus revealed, and I see it as love. Like Jesus revealed love um, in an, an upcoming lesson of Faith Factory here soon. We're talking about being fishers of men. Mm-hmm. And Jesus fishes and teaches them to fish with love. Like that's what it's about. And we learn God is love. We learn all of that. When I read a lot of Old Testament stuff, I see a lot, uh, or I feel a lot of fear of God then. You know, I really see the the jealous God. And so I was just wondering, my, my like I said, I wrote down, how did people's relationship review of God change through Jesus? Yeah, well, you think about the Old Testament, and most of the time people was doing wrong, and like he was mm-hmm. just getting mad. <laughs> yeah. And so... um and you think that they didn't have a way to God. You know what I mean? They didn't have, Jesus came to be that barrier, to be that, um, you know, way to get to the Father. And so they didn't have a relationship with God because they weren't able to. It was only the priests that could really, mm-hmm. and once they cleaned themselves and did rituals and whatnot, um, and even if there were sin in their lives, you know, they were cast down. So there was a lot of fear. Um, God wipes out an entire nation because of the lack of, you know, um, commitment to him and his word. And so I think that the Old Testament, most of those people did fear God. That was literally all that they knew of him was yeah. how powerful he was. Yep. And if he, if they didn't do what, you know, the commandments were, they was in trouble and, you know, it was a scary time. Yeah. I mean, there, yes, I, I am obviously like painting a picture of old testament god is like a god that not i don't want to say full of hate because he's full of love um but was just and nothing bad can be around him or anything so all the bad stuff that they were doing separated them he did save them he did uh you know save them from the egyptians you know, made him his own people you know he, he saved joseph i mean there's there's tons of love in the old testament but when i see the let's say the normal person's relationship with God, that it was a lot of, I have to follow these rules. If I don't, I got to kill a goat. Yeah. You know, there, there was a lot of that. There's, there's a ton of love in the old Testament. There's just more harshness also in there. And I, I just think that God knew he knew nowadays, thousands and thousands of years later that we, we needed that, I think. We, but we, as we understood him more and more, then Jesus needed to come to take us to that next level and to reveal his love to him. I mean, it, right there in John, it says that um, no one has ever seen God. You know, they saw signs of him. They saw uh, flames, you know, pillars of fire, clouds. Uh, they saw lots of a burning bush. There were lots of different things, but nobody technically saw God. But the unique one who is himself is near to the Father's heart. He has revealed God to us. It's just, I, honestly, I feel bad for the people in the Old Testament. I feel bad that they didn't know Jesus. They knew of him. but And I don't know if it was in here, if, it, if it's in later verses or what. Um, yeah, but they, they said... Even though that they were expecting him, they did not. They didn't recognize Jesus. 
when he came. And I, I don't know. I feel bad for people before Jesus. Why do you say that, though? Because they just, they didn't have a chance of, like, redemption. You know what I mean? Is that why? Well, you know, honestly, I don't know um, the ins and outs of redemption in the Old Testament because it was, it was different. The wording was different yeah. and whatnot. Um, it's such, it's just such a loving relationship now. It's just totally different. Um, there were, I'm not saying there aren't religious wars today, but the Israelites were, were battling, you know, life or death against other, um, against other religions, other peoples. And the nowadays, it's just, we preach so much love. And, and when I talk to people about Jesus and religion and, and sure they, some of them think I'm off the rocker and whatnot. I'm like, yeah, that's what you think until you're having a hard time and you go to church and, you know, you decide to leave it on the altar. And next thing you know, you got a bunch of guys up there with you, just praying with you and crying and just, they don't even, they might not even know what you're going through, but they, they but they, they love, there's so much love in yeah. our religion. Yeah. And I just had a, f- uh, a friend the other day just text me and, was asking, you know, she's been in the faith for quite some time. Um, and she was just saying, you know, now I'm starting to pray more. Now I have, I'm reading, you know, the Bible more and I'm asking God for him to speak to me. I'm asking God for him to reveal himself to me. I'm asking God for him to give me visions and, Mm -hmm. and things like that. And she's like, and I'm just, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. You know, how do I, like, what does that look like? You know, how do I hear from him? How do I, how does he reveal visions to me? And (laughs) I'm just like, uh, you know, in that moment, I didn't really know what to say, but praying fast, you know, God wants to reveal all of his self to us as Christians. He wants to give us every, you know, form of fullness that he can, all of his attributes, all of his character, um, why? Because he wants us to be the best representation on the earth. You know, he mm-hmm. wants people to see that on the earth. That's his desire is for him to get glory out of our obedience. And so I told her, I'm just like, you know, there's not a magic formula for God to reveal himself to us, you know, but it's praying and asking. And I said, and try fasting. And because and, I think fasting accelerates and shows God that you're serious about a request or you're serious about something. When you when you rid yourself of flesh because you want more mm-hmm. of him, I think that that is kind of like a, you know, a flag like, "Hey God, I'm doing this. Can you, you know, show me whatever it is that you're seeking?" Yeah, it removes uh, barriers of your vision. Yeah. It, it certainly does. It raises your level of of desperation. You're like, you know, God, if I don't see something, I'm you know, here soon I'm going to die of starvation. Yeah. And it's, it's like the message says in 16, we all live off his generous abundance, gift after gift after gift. Mm-hmm. Like he wants to bless us. He wants to give us those gifts. He wants to give you the depths of your soul, whatever you're seeking. He wants to, to bless you with that. And it says we got the basics from Moses and then this exuberant giving and receiving 
this endless knowing and understanding, all of this came through Jesus, the Messiah. So all of the blessings and the gift and the um, giving and the receiving and the love that you kind of talked about, you know, we got the commandments from Moses, you know, the Old Testament or, Mm -hmm. you know, God before Jesus. We got all of the basics. We got the law. We got the, you know, and the part where God reveals Jesus on the earth is when that opened up the gates for salvation and redemption and love and forgiveness mm-hmm. and grace and mercy. That's where all of that came in. Um, I know the old Testament God is just, he's hardcore. It's great. You know, it's, it's one of those, I feel like I'm not saying I'm a, I feel like God was like a dad back then, but a, a hard line. Like I, I said it once, you know, you got to oh, do it, you know, mm-hmm. um, if not, then you got to do something to make up for not listening to it or whatnot. And as a parent, I'm that way. Sometimes I'm like, I said it once. I don't have to say it again. You lay down the law. Right. And then that's it. Like yep. it's got to happen or there are consequences. Yeah. Um, it's still that way. You know, it's still God's law. The law did not change. Nothing changed. From the Old Testament to the New Testament, nothing changed in God, in Jesus, in the Holy Spirit. Nothing changed. They didn't change. We changed. I think humankind changed. Our understanding changed. What we need changed. 2,000 years ago, as a, as a species, we were changing. God knew that. Um, even nowadays at work. So... There are different generations at work. Uh, I heard a statistic last year. The reason the workplace is so difficult right now and the society is so difficult right now is that there are five generations trying to work together. You have people that are living a lot longer and people that are getting into the workforce right now. And there are five generations from right there. Used to, old people died off a lot faster and and they didn't work with the younger generation. So you have that right now. Um, So... At work, we have like old-timey games like horseshoes and whatnot. And then at the same time, we have video game tournaments going on because the workforce is not happy with the same thing. They don't understand. They don't get along anymore. And Jesus was came at a specific time when we as human beings needed him to come. So I am in King James Version now, again, for the the different generation. No man hath seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he hath declared him. All right, those words, great, powerful words, okay? My tiny brain doesn't. They don't (laughs) hit me. (laughs) Like, don't laugh at my tiny brain. But they don't hit me like the New Living Translation. It's that last line there. He hath declared him. Okay, so so he hath declared. I don't even understand that. Is God declaring Jesus or Jesus declaring God? Like this is where I would have to, like I would have to get into that to really understand it. And like it would take me some time digging into it. But now here I'm going to go back to the uh, the New Living Translation. He has revealed God to us. I get that. <laughs> okay. So um, the, the different translations, 
guys, do your research, read your Bible. If you don't understand something, then, then you, maybe you need to try a different translation. It is not out of the ordinary for me to read, uh, the new American standard Bible that like the, just the normal one or like the 2020 revision or, or whatever it is. The new living translation, NIV, new King James, King James. Like I'll, I'll go back and forth. So I'll the, even get the children's Bible out. The children's Bible. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I love the children's Bible. So the NIV version says in verse uh, 16, out of his fullness, we all have received grace in place of grace already given for the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Hmm. No one has ever seen God, but the one and only son who is himself God and is in the closest relationship with the Father, has made him known. So it's law. God gave the law through Moses. Okay. And then Jesus needed to come in order to give grace and truth. And then it says um, that Jesus, who is in the closest relationship to God, is who made himself known to people and to, on mm-hmm. the earth. Um, so, I mean, just some like logistical things. I know that's like the history of the world right there. I, I, we needed to see what an example of a godly person looked like, like living among us. We needed that. We needed that, but that's not the only reason Jesus came. Oh yeah. You know, he came because of. We needed to get to heaven because of our sin. But I do believe that Jesus knew that we we were going to be messed up and we needed some kind of direction on how to live life. Yeah, day to day. Day to day. And whatnot, yeah. You know, through his parables, through his stories, through Mm -hmm. just the way he interacted with human beings. Um, And just like thinking, you know, even in our lives, our spiritual lives with Jesus and, and God and the Holy Spirit today, like that should be our prayer is you know, reveal who you are to me, Mm -hmm. you know, how can I understand you more? How can I get to know you more? Um, you know, it's not always, it's about knowing who he is in order to know who we are, you know, Mm -hmm. in order for us to live our lives the way that he wants us to, we have to know who he is. And a lot of people don't read their Bible. They don't know who God is. And they're just trying to live life, you know, by good works and good deeds and, you know, being honest with people and not lying. But there, there comes a point in our relationship with him where we have to know who it is that we're serving. You know, what are his character traits? What are his, you know, um, attributes? What are the, the things that we are, you know, we have to, we just have to know who he is in order to know who we are. Yeah. It's, we've talked about it on here before. Um, there's a few, there's a lot of ways people look at themselves, but some people will go to church or go to a group and then they'll look around them and they'll see the people that are around them. And then they'll look at themselves and say, am I like these people? And then they'll say, yeah, I'm like these people. They seem to be good people. Then they'll look up and they'll say, God, this is who I am. Um, instead you should first look at God and say, who are you? You know, what are you going to do? How are you going to do this this situation? Then you look at yourself and you say, do I look like God? Do I, do I, am I acting like him? Should I be this way? And then you look around and you say, are these people like me? Cause I'm trying to be like God. And then if they are great, if they aren't, then you're in the wrong room. You know, you're in the, the maybe the wrong church. You're, you're in the wrong 
social group at work or outside of work, but look up first. And then when you feel like you're acting the way you're supposed to based on your study of God, then look around and then turn on that filter and maybe shed some friends. Yeah, Kind of like that vertical and horizontal thing that you were talking about a couple episodes back about just making sure vertically, you know, how, you know, you know, God, am I, who am I most like you? Am I Christ? Like, you know, what parts are needed to be pulled and then looking horizontally to those around us, you know, that's good. I said that and that's awesome. You just said the word vertical. I just kind of, you know, Oh, vertical. Yeah. We were talking vertical worship. We were talking vertical worship. Yep. So I don't know. Um, anything else? Be happy that we have Jesus as an example and all of the lessons from him. Cause I, I feel like a lot of us weak people nowadays would not have fared very well in old Testament days. I think yeah. it would have been obvious. It would have been a lot harder and people would have adapted and all that, but we should feel very blessed based on the relationship that we have with God through Jesus. Yes. Very grateful. I was reading something. It might've been today that was talking about grace and how, you know, we were kind of giving God like the harsh, like he was like time before Jesus was like real harsh and like, he's just like, you know, really stern God, you know, but he did give grace, you know, he did love, you know, he did have his attributes were the same then. Um, and it, I think I was reading a story about Noah and how he told Noah to build the ark and he told Noah to tell the people that the flood was coming to give them an opportunity to believe, you know, and at that point they didn't. And so there's grace given, you know, an opportunity Mm -hmm. for grace to be given to all of the people, but because they didn't believe that Noah was, had any sense and knew what he was talking about. Um, that's when God, you know, wiped him out. So God did give grace and he did, you know, you know, love people and he did, you know, all the things that he is. Um, we just, we are a messed up people Uh and we could not get to him. And that, I think that broke his heart. I mean, think about that as a father, you know, if you love your kids so much and there's no way to have a relationship with your son or your daughter, how heartbreaking that would be. You know, the love is still there. The firmness and, you know, just is still there. The grace is still there, but you can't have, there's no way to communicate, Mm -hmm. you know, how awful that would be. And he loved us so much that he sent Jesus in order to make that happen for us. So yes, we are grateful for Jesus coming to earth and dying for our sins. So we can have, you know, right standing with God, the father and all of that. So amen. 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 That's awesome. Yes. So let's pray. God, I thank you for this time where we can come together and just learn more about your word. And I thank you for placing this um, on Jesse's heart to talk about. Um, I pray that there is something that we said today that maybe um, enlightened those that were listening or maybe uh, made them dig a little deeper in their Bibles. Um, I just thank you for your love and your grace. I thank you for sending your son Jesus to die on a cross for us. I thank you that we do have a relationship and that is, um, readily available all the time that we can talk to him at, talk to you at any point. And I thank you for that veil being torn and that we are able to just have a open communication with you. Um, and I'm just so grateful, 
um, that you sent your son to die for us. And I love you, Lord, and we thank you for this time together. In Jesus' name, amen. True Selfie fam, it is Brooke, and I just wanted to take a minute and thank you so much for listening to our episode today. I wanted to let you know that there are plenty of ways that you can support this podcast. What you just did right now is supporting it just by listening, and I just want to say I appreciate your listen. But there are other ways to support by sharing on your social media platforms, leaving a star or review from wherever you are listening from, or you can financially support, whether it be through clicking the more featured tab, you'll see a link that says support this podcast. And that gives you the flexibility to do small monthly contributions. That's right. As little as 99 cents. And you can also support through my website. It's brookgunther.com by clicking the donate tab where you can do one-time contributions or monthly contributions um, that are accepted through PayPal, or you can use your debit or credit card. However you support, I just want you to know that I appreciate you.